everybody. Welcome back to Sit Still and Listen after we've had a little time off. Yay! We've been doing things, which is weird. <laughs> anyway, here we are. I'm Beth Cornell, and I'm with my daughter. Sarah Cornell. Hi, everybody. And this is Sit Still and Listen. Yeah. Happy fucking Pride! So you might guess the theme today is Pride, because I got the Space Mountain Pride Space Happy Mountain Pride. behind me. And Sarah's Hi. rainbowed up. To the, even my shirt. Even my shirt. It's supposed to be the Tide logo, but instead it says Pride. And see what I mean by like the green on this shirt was going to bleed through? Do you see my background behind my yeah. shirt? <laughs> it's it's kind of like my microphone is right here, but it's invisible. But my spit screen is... It kind of works, though, with the Space Mountain background you got going yeah, it's on. Kinda, it's kind of mm-hmm. hovery, yeah. I kind of feel sci- you know, sci-fi right now. Just don't move too much, because you move that and I saw a big chunk of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my head is barely being green screened out here. Yeah. I might I be may... able to fix that in post. We'll see. <laughs> don't worry about it too much. Mm. I think our viewers and our listeners um, are very lenient with us. And by the way, just to mention that a little bit, uh, we've just crossed over 750 downloads. Thank you guys so much. And we've reached every corner of this earth that has the ability to hear our podcast. Wild, hi, everybody. (laughs) Including places like Argentina and. Australia down under. Oh, we got the down under Zooey. <laughs> we do, and all the way on the other side, you know, Iceland, um, the far northern corners of Europe. So, Jeez. yeah, we got everybody. Of course, Asia. Um, we have quite a few listeners in Japan. We're probably going to lose a couple with thank this one. Thank you, but... Japan. I don't know about that. <laughs> So Sarah's leading the discussion today. This is her topic. Yeah, I chose it because I figured, you know, the world is it is it it I I I the world is opening back up a little bit. There's a little bit more hope in the air. You can kind of, you know, you're not clenching your jaw nearly as much. You don't feel the tension headache constantly. You had you're vaccinated. Yeah. I hope to God you're vaccinate vaccinated vac vaccinated. <laughs> vaccinated i can talk today i promise you're vaccinated yeah, vaccinated you're still wearing a mask just in case it coozles because you can still get it even if you got the vaccine it just means it's not going to kill you that's basically what it is and you don't want to die especially not in the wonderful month of june where there's rainbows everywhere and everybody's really happy because it's june. i have a friend who said that uh rainbows <laughs> rainbows existed before gay people and and that statement is meant to be like, don't appropriate my rainbow. And I'm like, okay. You, you don't <laughs> you don't have to you don't have to be gay to enjoy a rainbow. You don't you don't I think have that's to... I think that's the meaning that when they say that, I think that's what that means. Or it maybe it means God created rainbows. Right. And God didn't create gay people. There's a connotation there that I'm not comfortable with, and I don't argue. I just go, okay. All right, sure. Well, I think that a lot of people, when 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 gay people, when when Pride Month just comes up, I feel like there's a lot of um, straight people who are like, "Well, I'm proud to be straight." It's like that's wonderful. That's great. I'm really glad that you're proud to be straight. I get. I will get killed in certain countries if I go there and actively be like, I am a fellow gay. They will kill me. They will, you know, they still like stone people in the street and murder them. And pride parades that are here in the US look really different in places where being gay is not okay. <laughs> like Russia, for instance, or Poland. Like those are two countries that come to mind where gay people, it's like, well, and, and be safe. I'm here to tell you, these are new freedoms for people of my generation. Yes. And 
I don't think people realize um, how easy it would be to slip backward like that. I mean, yeah. we're see we're seeing it kind of with some of the things that are going on uh, with with black, brown, and minority people. It's fairly easy to revoke a few laws and be right back where, you know, it's legal to do something wrong to somebody. But so I think that when it comes to um, laws that are being revoked and like sliding backward and, you know, going back on uh, just rights for individuals as gay people, I think that that's absolutely freaking horrifying. And I think that um, as someone who's grown up pretty much in an age where being gay is pretty socially acceptable, you know, I, I, you know, I feel incredibly lucky that I've grown up in such a time where I can be comfortable in who I am and who I love that I'm not going to die. Do I actively spread it around constantly, like in just regular social situations? Across podcasts? <laughs> well, this is different. <laughs> this is different. This is much different. If I meet you one-on-one, -on -one, I don't introduce myself as, you know, like, hi. Oh, Sarah, I'm gay Sarah. Yeah, <laughs> gay Sarah. As opposed to straight Sarah. <laughs> but I don't introduce myself as like, hi, my name is Sarah Cornell and I'm I'm bi. Like I don't I don't do that. That's that's not something that I do. But in in a social setting of like pride, hell yeah, I'm doing that. I've got the little flag going on, the little pin. It's like I actually couldn't find it. It's not on my pin board, which is sad. So I don't know where that went. Um I've got like the hat that says by dad on it which again I couldn't find because I was gonna wear it <laughs> but I had all this like gay pride stuff that I just couldn't find I just found uh my my flag the little mini flag that I got like years ago it's probably been five years since we went to a pride it's been a while it's it's been a while but every time we go I have a storied history with phoenix pride that I'll talk about later sure I, I, um, I don't like going cause I end up like running into people who I know from like years ago and like, they remember. It is, it's very clicky. Yeah. yeah there's, it's a, it's a very like, you know, the same Small kind of people community. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, the same kind of people go every year, which is a great way to keep up with your friends who you don't really see very often. I know that for a while, that's how we were doing it when I graduated from high school. But the thing that happens is those people are still going which is great i think that's wonderful but <laughs> i don't know these people anymore like i yeah legitimately like i don't know your names like they're not in here anymore they're gone so they come up to me and they're like sarah and i'm like hey you <laughs> oh no <laughs> and they're like are you still with panda and i'm like yep <laughs> and they're like oh okay and, you know, obviously, as a bi woman dating a man kind of gets a little erased. They're like, you're just straight. Nah. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> so, but I, I think that the last time I went, I went with Reggie, I think. Yeah, we took Reggie. Yeah, because Reggie had never gone. She'd never gone. And she was 13 yeah she was really young which kind of she was kind of just coming out or something like that yeah she was just she was exploring you know just herself she wanted to figure out who she was which that's kind of the years to do it is like your teenage years and your early 20s trying to like lay down who you are as a person because as as a kid you kind of know who you are as a child but after a certain point puberty hits and you're like who the who the hell am i i don't I don't know who I am anymore because I used to be this person who played with Bratz dolls and, you know, collected Barbies and stuff. But I'm definitely not that person anymore. So who am I? Um, and I think that those years you can spend faffing off and, you know, going to prides and figuring out, am I gay? I don't know. Let's go to pride and find out. <laughs> Look around. Do I like all the rainbows? Yes. Yes, I do. It's very warm in my sparkly rainbow prison. <laughs> oh. 
but um, that kind of leads me on to like this next point that I had when I did take Reggie is she was pretty much one of the youngest there. She was, she was very, <clears throat> she's a kid. She's just a kid. That's just the way it is. And I was a 20 something year old. There were, there were younger kids there. Were there? There were children there. Yes. Yeah. And well, I mean, I think she was. One yeah, of the... you were about twenty-three. Uh, yeah. was about thirteen, fourteen. Yeah. Yeah, I was about twenty-three. And I bring this up purely because of, at the very start of June, I have some footage, film footage of you two, and I will send it to you where <laughs> oh, you can God. You can clip some of it. Editing Sarah, please, for the love of God, double check <laughs> that before you just decide to blindly put it in there. <laughs> um, but when we went. Um, it was really fun. We had a great time, but at the very start of June, they had this, there was this, the internet exploded because somebody was like, I want pride to be more kid friendly because I want to take my kids to pride. And I think that there are areas of it that are very kid friendly. Yeah. Well, it depends on where you live, I think, and what your pride Maybe. looks like, because I right. think that New York pride looks very different from our pride and i think california's probably and california's pride probably looks way different than our pride does yeah disclaimer we've only been to a couple of prides and that would be like phoenix and fort worth yeah we've only been to like two states you know (laughs) fort worth texas is like two blocks (laughs) Yeah, and if you if you think you know, oh, uh, it quits after that. If you think, <laughs> yeah, and take off all of the rainbow stuff before you go home, so that way your right. neighbors don't see you wearing rainbow stuff. We've been there. <laughs> we've we've lived that. <laughs> um, here in Arizona, it's not nearly as bad, but I've definitely seen you know when it's the sun... come through. It it's come through the ages, just you know, just like same, every other you know? place. Yeah. Um, but I, I've definitely seen, you know, when people start to go home, they like, they turn the, the pride flag upside down in their backpack and they, you know, take off all the stickers and wipe off all the face paint that's rainbow and stuff. Like that's definitely something that still happens out here, but, <laughs> um, it's definitely, I don't know. You definitely get like the gay bashers who stand on the side of the road during the parade. That's definitely yeah. something that still happens out here. I mean, I feel like that for me, that that's the part that you want to consider when you take a kid there because yeah. you're going to expose them to that level of hate. Yeah. It's not going to be there. Yeah, It's not know. what you're going to see inside of pride necessarily, because most of the time they're, they're going to see some shit. I'm not trying to like say that they're not, they're going to see some weird things, but well, you see through the eyes of in a the child too. <laughs> yeah. You see weird things in the parade too, but again, through, through the eyes of a child, that weird sexual thing that you're looking at as an adult with, you know, past sexual experiences, that that kid doesn't see that. They're not going to see that. They're not going, they're going to ask you what it is. And you have two options. You can either lie to them and be like, well, I don't know what that is. It's just kind of weird, isn't it? Or you could be honest with them and tell them what it is. And uh, I am fortunate enough to have a mom who if I ask a question she's going to give me the honest to god answer um so when I was six years old and decided to ask where babies came from that was absolutely a conversation I had at six so (laughs) that was that was something that I learned and it was she her logic is if you're if you're coherent enough and have enough logical thought to ask the question you have enough logical and coherent thought to accept the answer so I, I am very, I'm very thankful that my mom thinks I was coherent enough at six years old to realize what the hell she was talking about. You have a body, Sarah. I do. I hate this thing. It's, it, it's falling apart. It's, that's, that's, that's on you at this point. You know, you're an adult, but. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Oh, well. We won't go into Sarah's younger days. Because <laughs> I have a whole lot to say about that. Let's just, let's just a grand overture. We knew she was gay. That was 
apparent. Mm-hmm. It is very clear. She, yeah. she gay. That is a gay child. That is the most gayest thing I think I've ever created with my entire body. That is a gay thing. Very beautiful child from day one. Very affectionate. I'll, I'll give you affectionate. Beautiful, I'm not going to give you. I look like a fucking raisin. <laughs> a green raisin. Then, yeah mm-hmm. at first at first yeah you were green baby. longer than normal yeah <laughs> anyway stack baby yeah so the big question that everybody was asking on twitter because i'm an internet goblin and that's where i live was do children belong at pride um the shorthand yeah. answer yes yes they do of course they do if you want to bring your kid to pride go ahead yeah, they are going but, to see things. They will to, ask you questions. You will have to answer them. <laughs> but take the temperature of the pride too. Because like, you don't want to go on the main main event day or night, I wouldn't say. Because the people are a little more amped up and tr- they're drinking at pride. Yeah. Um, you know, you want to go. They sometimes have an underage day, night yeah. time. I mean... Look and see what the schedule is and sure. judge, make a judgment call. I would say the parade is always safe for children. And you sh- sh- should take children to the parade because they're going to see a, a gambit of things that um, encompass the entirety of the Rainbow. LGBTQ world. Yeah. Yeah, and, they're going to see everybody. And they're going to... They're not just going to see gay people. They're going to see straight allies in the parade. They're going to see famous people in the parade. They're yeah. going to see their local leaders, like mayors, uh, perhaps the governor. You know, <laughs> not, out <laughs> not out here. Not out here, <laughs> but in, in some states, probably. Yeah. You know, um, we, we tend to have like radio personalities or TV personalities that are local. We um, occasionally there's a musician or somebody like that, that that's in the parade um, my association with it is through art and that's why yeah. I was like how the hell do you have a checkered pass with pride how the hell did you do well, that and I'm like the oh. reason is okay here's the story um, <laughs> once upon a time in a whole, whole different lifetime ago we're talking nearly 20 years ago when I first arrived here Uh, Shortly after I first arrived here, I acquired a studio downtown because I really wanted to my art to break into the scene that was first Friday at the time. And I felt like the only way I could produce enough art and be there was to rent the studio. So I I found one and it was a good one. And I talked to the lady who owned the building and she was like, you want to do what? Because everybody else in there lived there. It was their apartment. It was an apartment building. And she was like, you know, I have this one that's not finished because what she was doing was she was taking this historic house and every apartment in it, I believe there were six or eight um, had been re- done by her to a certain century of time like she had a 40s one a 50s one a 20s one and mine hadn't been renovated yet it just still looked like an old room (laughs) it looked really cool though I remember being I remember being a kid and like thinking to myself when I live in an apartment I want it to kind of look like this it's kind of like old and kind of shit but like it had like hardwood floors and like yeah. I like I like the way that that sounds on your feet when you walk. So like it had, you know, a functioning kitchen and bathroom, but everything was as it was when she bought the building. And it, and it has still. like the it had that big, huge. It was like a claw footed bathtub kind of tub. Like I know when we, when we say bathtub, you think like the ones that are like stuck into the wall. No, this no. thing was like a claw footed bathtub with like a removable shower yeah. head kind of thing. And like I remember being like, I want to live here. <laughs> like this is cool. <laughs> well, we did stay overnight down there a few times. We, did. we had a, like a sleepover yeah. thing with we, a couple we of like, friends um, a few times. Yeah. Um, sleeping bags. Michaela, and, you, Michaela, you, yeah. Michaela, you woke up early and you looked outside and saw somebody peeing in the alley. That's, yeah, there was, that's, a, that's, there was a homeless guy peeing behind I the dumpster. Anyway, uh, it turns out, I didn't know this at the time I rented it. 
that um, later on, I always was involved with Pride through the art. They do um, a special thing for artists where they, I think they call it artists. I don't know what they call it now, a day but it was it was called something and it was in its own tent and we artist usually, alley i think is what it's called artist now. alley yeah that's what i want to say that's but well that that's what be, it's called now i don't know what it was called back back then. yeah right and it evolved from painting live things and auctioning them that day to actually selling art and crafts type things i mean it was different every year one year we painted a mural i want to say i don't know I, I always got involved in it and um through that i found out that my studio was pretty famous uh because uh the magazine echo which is phoenix's gay magazine yep um was originated and published and edited and all that through that that particular apartment, it was Echo's office. So if you were a part of the Echo publishing team, that's where you went to work. <laughs> so, so crazy. So it was crazy, but that led me to be interviewed by Echo Magazine because I, I remember was in that. that page. Yeah, and I actually was in their featured artist issue that year for Pride. I wonder if I can I had, find that. I I have a whole stack of copies if you want one. Yeah, they I'll go. take a picture and send it to you. Sweet. Anyway, yeah. So I mean, it was great, great for me for art for marketing. Yeah, it's for a fantastic opportunity. Being being embraced by a community. I and and even prior to that. I would go to the parades. I took Sarah to the parades. I did um, things with the church. I was part of a Unitarian church. They were very active. Mm -hmm. And my which neighbor's really, daughter. Which is really we took weird. Her one year. I, I live across the street from that church these days, <laughs> which feels. Yes, you do. It feels yeah. really, really weird. It just feels kind of weird. Anyway, so in and out, it came in and out of my life quite a bit throughout the whole entire time I've been in Phoenix and mm -hmm. and pride is not something I think oh it's not so it's not good you know I think it's very good it, they give out a ton of money through scholarships and just they give people opportunity to volunteer you yep. know and gain skills uh just in arts and music alone just that alone is just huge yeah I every year Again, like, I'm not really sure how other prides are in other states, but at least here, um, there's a there's a big, giant, basically empty field that's in the middle of downtown Phoenix that they set up in every year. And the parade route leads into this huge park. And they set up this huge freaking stage. And starting at around, like, 5 o'clock, they start having bands play on the stage basically all night long. And there's food and beer and you can just party and like they play the YMCA a whole bunch, which I think is absolutely hysterical. And <laughs> considering the And every every year people go early, like they'll let you in at like okay. noon or two o'clock. Oh and no, they're they'll passed let you in. out. They're they'll, passed they'll... out dead to the world by five. Yep. Because it's hot here. It's very and they always have it it in, in April. It's hot. It's super hot. One year we were painting, uh, live painting. The paint was drying on the brush. It was 104 degrees. Yep. <laughs> and one year they tried to lure us artists in by saying we're, we're going to have an air conditioned tent. Like you can air condition a tent. <laughs> it was like not a air cooler. <laughs> no, it was just a fan. It was a giant industrial fan, but there was, that was it. No, there was no way. I remember, um, I remember the year we took Reggie. I remember that being really, really hot. I think it was like a hundred and it was hot. Yeah. It was like I think it was 112 by noon. So with Corona, they've moved it to October. I think that might be better. Dude, yeah, it is. My birthday's in October. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be in October. I or November. I mean, it's really October. late in the year. October. <laughs> yeah oh my god if it's on my birthday that would be so freaking cool 
Well, it'd be something to do, that's for sure. Hell yeah, it would be. It's, I could write it on my sign. I could write, I'm gay, I'm proud. Also, it's my birthday. <laughs> yep. Yeah, on this day today, I was born gay. There you go. I thought of a better one. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah. That, so, so when I see it become more commercialized kind of segue into another topic that Sarah and I have discussed prior to this podcast that we wanted to bring up is just you know this year in particular it's everywhere no it's no I think I think it's because you're noticing it for the first time it's everywhere typically but the thing yeah it really is like I know Target is like the only one that really goes hard I've only ever noticed it at Target (laughs) but maybe I don't get around much I I know that I know that Walmart doesn't we have a story about the Walmart thing we'll get to it I can see you you got really antsy there um Walmart doesn't typically have any at least not out here um except with the exclusion of this year because what the hell but um the next the the other like ones that I know of Barnes and Noble does gay pride stuff they um promote books that were made by gay authors and trans authors and stuff like that which I think is fantastic um you yourself are uh promoting the great Mickey lie that uh they accept gay people they don't (laughs) they they don't there's not a single gay character except for in Onward and it was gay characters yes but I know many people or as cast members yeah who are gay which is fantastic and i think that their new uniform policy is absolutely amazing that's fantastic you're accepting more people in your place of work that's great thank that that's wonderful thank you as a gay person thank you i can now go work there with this weird ass fucking cut i got yeah <laughs> well speaking of that you work in a workplace that's very inclusive mm-hmm. oh my god my new job i feel like it's pride like parade day every single day when I go to work there are rainbows and gay people everywhere it's awesome and my workplace is just kind of like rainbow explosivo (laughs) it's awesome it's very I don't I don't feel like I'm having to you know tiptoe around stuff and people will probably make the argument that like oh you're dating a man you don't have to tiptoe around it and it's like yeah but that doesn't matter so much like I have a good cover I guess is what people could say but like that doesn't erase the fact that I'm gay please don't erase don't buy erasure is bad (laughs) there's always been a visibility factor with that particular I imagine I imagine it with pan people as well and I feel like yeah but you know it (sighs) I don't know. Eventually, like, it's it's just who you love. Who do you yeah. love? Period. Yeah. You yeah. Know? And I feel like a lot of people would probably be like, you're pan and not actually bi because of the way that I describe, you know. I, as an older person, have a bit of trouble with the gender identity thing when it comes to um, the non-binary binary. Them. There you go. Okay, but... <laughs> But it makes me question my own because uh, let me tell you. Well, that's that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm not about to go by they them, but I'm definitely not all one or th- I'm both. I'm sorry, and that's a spiritual thing. Ding me if you want, but we're all both. All of us. Yeah. Every single one of us. Some of us are just identifying more with one or the other but take a look at this this is both thank you very much yeah they the i mean sorry i hit my mic no (laughs) and and so when i hear that i'm thinking when you were in your mama's womb (laughs) oh good all the way back here are we well, you got to go where the source is. Sure. Yeah. Okay, we were all female until some of us decided to be male. Yeah, also and a weird fact, males are the genetic freaks of our society. Just uh, kind of letting 
you know, the reason their their chromosomes Obviously. are like that is because the Y the Y chromosome is just a fucked up X. So <laughs> that's why when when men have chromosomal issues, it's a bad thing because they can't get it fixed. When women have chromosomal issues, typically if both if one chromosome is fine, you can end up fixing the other one because it's just a duplicate of the first one. So yay, science. But again, I, I get that it's like an emotional whole thing, you know, it's an experiential emotional. It's not just your biology and your physiology. It's on many levels. They yeah. Feel, they feel non-binary or binary as the case may be. I get that. But to examine yourself in that way, I guess is no different than saying who you prefer to be having sex with. Yeah. It's, and it's the way that you want to be addressed. Like, yeah. But when you, when you think about it, when you really think about it, you could do that with a lot of other things too. Yeah. And is that a bad thing? I don't, think I don't it know. Is. I, I don't, don't know. Think... It's it's not looking at life through a diffuse lens in its broad spectrum. It's looking at it through a very focused, narrow pinhole. And but it's not. Okay, it's I'm the... going to catch a lot of hell for saying that. But well, well, the other thing too is like they're not using that very thin spectrum lens to aim it on society at large. They're not trying to do that. They're aiming it at themselves. It's introspection. It's looking inside themselves and saying, do I, as a person, like to be called by these pronouns? If the answer is no, then the next logical question is why? And the other question after that is, what should I do about it? So if they're not aiming those questions at the world at large, they might ask very politely, I use they, them pronouns, or I prefer she, her pronouns or he, him pronouns. And you as a person have, you know, who has a conscience and decent morality and ethics has to look at that situation and say, I am going to respect this person by using they, them, he, she, you know, him, her. Which I I absolutely do. However, I think my beef comes in in the fact that I'm not going to turn that pinhole lens onto myself no because if I did, if I did, I'd have to say they, them, or mm. sir. I like to be called sir. <laughs> well, first of all, no one's asking you to. No yeah, one, no one is asking that. you to turn those turn that lens onto yourself. That's not something that anybody is asking of you. It's just like we as gays don't ask the straights to get gay married you don't you as a straight person you don't have to get gay married you don't that's that's fine you can you can be straight married that in fact that's probably what you prefer um but you don't have to turn that lens on yourself that's purely an introspection thing that's purely it comes from you it doesn't come from anywhere else and if you were to do that mother i would absolutely respect your decision (laughs) I would. <laughs> well, don't call me mother then. Okay, fine. Called, Father, mother, like, called, what do you want? <laughs> no. No, I want to I want to be called Darth Sidious. Darth Sidious, sure. <laughs> like my t-shirt? Yeah, it's, it's good. Edge. I'm still wearing it today. I know you saw me wear it yesterday, but I put it back on for this podcast. I This shirt that I'm wearing today doesn't fit. This is from when I was in high school. Yeah, I know. That's an old one. (laughs) It's a really, really old shirt. I'm actually surprised it fits as well as it does, to be honest. Like, I think you've lost some weight over the last couple months. It's not the weight I'm concerned about. I didn't have as much cleavage as I did back in the day. And I've definitely, uh, definitely got a set. So it's definitely a little tight around the chest. (laughs) I wouldn't, I don't need to be wearing a bra right now. Let's just put it that way. very tight um but i think that the pronouns thing just fucking respect people and if you want to think about it you think about it i've thought about it i'm like do i really like being called a girl well reggie's are they them yeah yes and i've i've managed to to kind of do it but sometimes i forget i fuck it up all the time and i feel really bad about it 
I really do. Well, when I you're used it up to earlier, saying I know I did. she, her, it, uh, your whole life, then making that switch takes t- time. Mm-hmm. I think meeting somebody new would be easier to get them to call you that than the people who've known you your whole life who's been she, her, and you the whole life. Yeah. It's harder for them to remember it, first of all, because you're not seeing that child through that tiny pinhole you're seeing that whole thing that whole progression towards that maybe but yeah yeah it's it's but yeah it's all good it's i mean it's all good and Uh, the other thing too is like it's a gray area much like with everything with with gay issues and and gay stuff like some people like i know plenty of gay people who are like can we stop it with the pronouns please and i'm like why there's literally it doesn't affect you in any way shape or i'm form. not saying stop it i'm just saying you know i know you're not I think, i'm saying other i people think older pe- older people aren't gonna ever go there maybe i'm wrong <laughs> they've never in the comments to. tell me if i'm wrong oh god yeah because i'm just pit down there and you know it well, well we never get comments so i'm we will now (laughs) i don't know man i don't know (laughs) anyway um yeah i i don't know i just think older people are just happy to be able to say they're gay period yeah and that will not be not be uh fired disowned pummeled you know killed killed yeah and or or legal legally you know excluded Re- from whatever res- they want to do refused service refused medical attention refused marriage yeah refused everything yeah right it's not great it, it's been really horrible and hard and like i said i'm it's, very it's it's a contrast for me to be in this moment in time when our president's going abroad trying to project leadership and you know we're back okay <laughs> what does that mean is that a good it's, thing or not it's it's very it's it's a very fluctuating time period for me like is, yeah, are we gonna be the good guy or or were we ever the good guy no it's no, more we the weren't. question we i mean <laughs> and to be... what are we and what are we going to be going forward in the future what can we be I don't know if I want to say America's back. I don't think that's actually a great message. I, I want to say I want, that at the end of the day, America's going to try to be the good guy. But inevitably, we will not be because... Historically, we haven't been. We haven't been. And the fact that, you know, a lot of people don't know history. Like, they just don't. And it's not their fault that they don't, they don't know. want to know they don't want to know history well no it's not either. even that it's not even that it's just a pure ignorance of it even existing that's the thing like yeah. with gay issues and when you sit when people say you know stonewall was a riot it was <laughs> it was and and people don't know that because now all they see is happy lovely gay people celebrating the fact that they can in in confidence walk down the street in an enormous group and not be attacked by passerbys or people who are watching they they don't have they to... still get attacked sarah yeah i know were they you do not were you not seeing all the police protection that parade had the fact that people see you know pride as it is now where it's a celebratory thing basically it's like a giant music festival with rainbows everywhere in other places it's not it's not like that at all it's this it's a literal riot with rainbow stuff everywhere. Um, and people are actively fighting to go stand in those streets. It's very much like a protest that very quickly escalates into a riot due to police violence. So that's that, another countries. Yes. In other countries. I mean, and, and, and I don't doubt that sometimes well, it happens here too. In, in the Southeast, I'm sure there are a few oh, yeah. that it happens get, get too. like that. It happens yeah. here too. We can't we can't erase the fact that there are probably other states that are here in the the good old U.S. of A. that that absolutely gay bash the shit out of some queer folk. It's it's kind of funny. In my adult life, I moved to the Southeast right away, and I saw the Klan parades. I mean, every year in through Macon, Georgia. Scare me so much. 
it, it was kind of scary. I mean, yeah, definitely, I can say oh, that. I and uh, and knowing the people I worked with were, you know, also very bigoted and blatantly homophobic and racist. Definitely and... discriminatory, and not just against blacks, against women too. Hello, mm -hmm. I worked for them, and um, then moving uh, through those lower states, you know. Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, spent a lot of time there in Texas, lived in Texas for five years in Dallas-Fort Worth area, which you would think is a little more progressive because it's a big city, not so much. It's uh, a city made by Republicans. Rode, so. <laughs> rode, a rode a motorcycle there with a group of women who um, were weren't advertising they were gay i'm sure several of them were in fact i know two of them were yeah and i was gonna say mom i was did, a child i was a child did. and i was like that is a gay woman that is a gay woman <laughs> yeah we rode with them uh, the long story short they didn't like me very much anyway they didn't like my behavior actually that's what got them upset i had a good time the thing of it was even in those situations, there were, there were times where we felt afraid and we actually considered somebody to carry a gun. Um, that was voted down. I was glad, but the pepper spray idea did persist. And I think some ladies did carry pepper spray, but we were threatened by white men in pickup trucks. We were threatened by the clan when we went to a town who had a history of the clan and that we had terrifying, a rally there because i think i was and there i took for that. sarah with me yeah, yeah i took sarah <laughs> i was there for that i was it was a bad, bad weekend and a good weekend it was kind of a mix it was very you fun know. um I, I don't educational oh yeah oh my god i didn't think that people could hate me just for being a girl but that's apparently a thing and like to learn that at like yeah. five to learn that at yeah. five like there were assumptions drawn about this women's motorcycle group riding into town and staying at a bed and breakfast all together for a weekend. There were assumptions drawn and they were afraid that the Klan would rally and come at us because the weekend before they had rallied because they were supporting a white man who drug or a couple of white men who drug a black man to death behind a pickup truck. And you can look this up. It was in 95, I believe. Yep. Or was it in 2000? It was in, well, if I was five, it would have had to have been in two. No, I was born in 1993. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, 1999, 1998. It was okay. Something. Somewhere around in there. Yeah. yeah. If, if I, I'm going to, I'll yeah. look for Jasper, it. Jasper, Jasper, Texas. Just look yep. up incident where man was drugged in Jasper, Texas. We were having our bike rally there the weekend after the Klan rally. <laughs> well, uh, we didn't know anything about what had happened. We yeah, had no it, idea. it was like we got so, there and the local officials came up to us and were like, hey. And said, we're, yeah, we're your escort for the weekend. So I do appreciate police protection. And I do appreciate that they are upholding the law and in in our right to be. And at that point, we were just being women on motorcycles, you know, like that's so unheard of out here in Phoenix. Like you see women riding by themselves all around yeah. free as a bird. I mean, I did it out here. I did it in Texas, too, though. So I did yeah. it in with Alabama. me, I with did me, it in with, with, tiny with you, little, yeah, with little time by the server. I didn't I wasn't really afraid of it, but it no. was there. And people yeah. who lived there were afraid of it. Yeah. There are places here that I don't feel comfortable driving by myself in a car. <laughs> um, Same. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there, are there, are there are certain places people have told me, don't come here. Yeah, don't as both, here. both as a woman and as a white woman driving through places, I don't feel safe. There are places yeah. in Arizona where it's just like, you don't go there by yourself. You, and That's if you why. do, you bring a man because right. that way yeah. you're not going to get in trouble. <laughs> but so it's, so the whole idea of, you know, human rights, gay rights or human rights, women's rights or human's rights, mm -hmm. black people's rights or all people's rights. I mean, that makes sense because if one of us isn't free, none of us are free. And, yeah. 
any time the tables can be turned on somebody like that legally, it's one more step towards something really bad happening. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. Backsliding. There's a there's a term for it and and it's backsliding and it backsliding can be like, you know, slapped on anything. Um, the one that I see the most is like black, uh, the backsliding democracy. That's like the one that I hear the most where like there is a typically democratic country and not like they're run by Democrats. No, it's a democracy, just like we have here in the United States. And it ends up, you know, going towards fascism or, you know, total totalitarianism, dictatorships, that kind of thing. And those are not very good for women, women of color, gay people, gay women of color, gay men of color. Who are, who are they good for? Uh, white, straight, cis men. <laughs> that's, that's it. And I'm and, so sorry, do white, you feel, straight, do cis you feel, men. Do you feel that white, straight, cis men are, are a minority in our population right now? Yes. I kind of do. Yeah, they are. And I think that's why we're seeing like a rearing up of really bad. They are. Because this Really is... bad policies, really bad laws, really bad behavior on their part. Those, I, I don't want to bash on straight cis dudes too much because. I do. <laughs> not all, not all cis straight hetero men or whatever, because some of those fuckers are our allies too. Like, except for the allies except for the allies <laughs> there there you go there's an exception there's the people who genuinely want to help and genuinely want to support um you know gay people and their right to exist and and the women's right to you know have autonomy and like you know control over the flesh prison that they inhabit and not have some some asshole making laws doing it for them that's it's not right it's not fair it's gross men should never make laws about women and vice and, versa and, and vice versa. versa and vice yeah. versa for God's if sakes. it's strictly a women's issue a women's health issue it should be made by women and it may be medically inclined women even. there you go i was yeah. gonna say don't say just women because there are women well who don't yeah. who, who don't oppose this this thing there are women exactly who, who are like you should be subservient to your husband and purely well, your husband by the way you can't be gay it's forbidden no it's gay just it's <laughs> just like pronouns you can't force the world to be like that yeah you can't so medically inclined let, women might once be once you let women out out on society you let them have their freedom their jobs you don't tie them to a washing machine or the or, kitchen or a scrub board down by the creek <clears throat> or a kitchen or, you know, farming or whatever it was in the past that women were tied baby, to baby making, typically baby making. Yeah. Once you do that, things are going to change and it's not going to go the way you think it is. Yeah, no and they're not going to be nice to you either like that that's the thing that, like no they were <laughs> never they were never really nice to you to begin with think yeah that's the it. thing like that's what gets me the most is like when when guys are like you know women can be really mean and it's like yeah of course they can have you seen what what had been done to them like not only that's all not even historically women, speaking just like within the last like four years of that woman's life you know like it's women are 90 percent mean and 10 percent not mean <laughs> if you're getting the 10 percent not mean you're a very special man you're a very special person mm -hmm. enjoy it because the rest of the women you meet you're gonna end up with that 90 percent mean. they hate you they just do and, and they might not outwardly say it and it might not be like like i actively despise this person but there's definitely like and that has an nothing arms, to do an arm's length that's held it has there. nothing to do with rainbows and that's yeah just has to do with being men and women and the roles that are forced upon us through society most of uh most of my guy friends i should say were raised in a house that is dominated by women I should say that. 
because uh let's see uh tyler he was raised by his sister and his mom so female dominated household uh christian he had his mom and his three sisters female dominated house um and like in in and, and because of that they're really really sympathetic towards you know women's everything because they've had to look at their mom and look at their sisters and watch them go through it and realize oh dear god not only is that affecting them but this affects me too and like not only is like their brother as their as their son but like this is also going to affect me as a person later down the line because I'm going to see this happen to another girl in my life and not be okay with it. So when they graduate into adulthood, they get to be a better human being. Yay. Because <laughs> they understand that women have problems and their problems aren't, oh, I broke a nail. Oh, my shoes don't match my shirt. Like it's, those aren't, those aren't problems. The problems is when I go to the doctor, like I sometimes can't get birth control. So yeah. That hasn't happened yet, but you know, <laughs> there's time. <laughs> Thank goodness. Praise Jesus. Yay. <laughs> Why you gotta bring him into this? <laughs> that Jesus, he's a hell of a guy. He's in everyone's marriage bed. Do you know that? That's disgusting. You, you can't get married unless Jesus is there. <laughs> That's not real. It's real. Me and Tim, we had to have a conference with a pastor but who wouldn't <laughs> marry us unless we had this series of conferences with him. And, and that was one of the points that he brought up. <laughs> That's so gross. Is it, that, is it like the, is it the equivalent of like a white high school dance where like you have to keep, you know, you have to leave room for Jesus while you're dancing. Is that what that yeah. is? Yeah. Ew. Uh, ew. There shouldn't be anybody between you and your husband except Jesus. Ew. Ew. I'm He's in the threesomes. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus and on is that into threesomes beth cornell 2020 i would like that on a shirt well it's actually 2021 <laughs> baby oh, 2021. you missed a year oh my god uh, oh it would and on that, like something you no, would say in 2020 though <laughs> yeah well because 2020 happened i said that in 2021 yeah <laughs> i want to talk more about trans issues but because I myself am not a trans person and neither are you. I feel like neither of us are equipped to handle such a task. I've known a few trans people. Though, so have I. I yeah. I'm an ally to trans people. Yeah. I, trans rights. Sit right. still and listen says trans rights. And I've known people prior to their transition, during their transition and after their transition. I've known people from all three stages and you know, they need a lot of support. Yeah. They need they, like they just social they, social support and and it's hard to know how to give that I think to a trans person and that's one of the things that having uh, more people ally trans people that they would have that if more people would just you know um, be open to knowing and befriending somebody who's in one of those areas of yeah. their life <clears throat> I I think that. I don't know why right now that this is a huge subject and it never was before, but there have been trans people all through time. <laughs> yeah. It's, well, you know, I think that, I think And there that... are also people who are called intersexed and they literally are not fully formed men or women or, you know, physically they have the characteristics of, both in some respect and uh one of my artist friends is that and she shared that with me pretty early on in our friendship and i it didn't really change anything for me except to see where those 
folks don't have a voice and they struggle mm-hmm. because they're not male or female totally one or the other and that might be where the non-binary thing would label would really be beneficial i don't know but that's a different thing because that's gender that's well, not physical characteristics the the other thing too is it, it's a personal choice it is all of it all of it is I just think we're all so different that it's hard to really, these labels peel off pretty easy, you know? Well, yeah, of course they do, because you as a person change. And, and yeah. I think that, that's, that's the beauty of and it. And you're though. this way for a little while, and then you're that way, and there's that, nothing wrong with that. that. That's the beauty of it, though, is you yeah. get to, you know, change up those labels. Like, I mean, you know, and, and, and who cares? Like, just label yourself how you want to be labeled, make it known. And if in two years you're like, that ain't right, let's change it go ahead and and yeah. and, and like yeah. um i i i explained uh my label which by the way white cis woman okay i'm i there was i had i had a message on my gaming channel <clears throat> asking me if i was a transgendered woman and i think it might have been because of my hair i don't know i'm not a transgendered woman i am a cis woman I, I just want to make be that a su- you'd be a super cute guy though I would be I would be I know I would be you know who'd make a really cute girl Tyler Tyler would make the cutest girl yeah he's kind of girly <laughs> he is he's adorable um but I, I had a message they they mis- misgendered me not a problem it's all good they they messed up a label somewhere no problem I corrected him no big deal I was describing my <clears throat> my bi-ness the reason like i call myself bi i like everybody if i it it doesn't matter if i like you i like you you're you're a special kind of person because i like you and i don't really like anybody i fucking hate everybody (laughs) like it's really hard to for me to like somebody so i i described it that way and my friend was like you're pan that's that's pan and i'm like I mean, I guess, I guess it is and by definition. Sure. Like, I don't care if you're trans, I don't care if you transitioned, realized it wasn't what you wanted and transitioned out. I don't care about that. Like, I don't care about, you know, your pronouns. I don't care about any of that. So long as the attraction is mutual and it's consensual. Perfect. We're, we're good to go. But um, apparently that's pan, which is wonderful. That's great. But I personally choose to dub myself as a bi woman because I've done so since I was about 13 years old and I like that label. It fits a little bit better for me in my brain. Yeah, nobody else can ID you. It's a self-identity. Yeah, and and also- People can tell you who you are till the cows come home. Mm -hmm. Tell them to go pack sand. You're who you say you are. It was it was never like she she never wanted it to be like, you know, oh, you know, I need you personally. I personally need you to identify as pan. No, that's not the case. It was more along the lines of what you're describing is pan. Do you realize that? And I did have introspection. I thought about it for a while. I was like, wow, that there's a word for that now because back in the day when I was 13, I'm going to say that I had never heard of someone who was pan until probably my like mid twenties, like early twenties, mid twenties. So, and, and at the time I, I read the description of it and went, okay, cool. Sounds good. And then it wasn't until she put it into perspective for me that like I could be pan. And I'm like, interesting. I'll think about it. I thought about it, realized I much preferred the by title. Cause again, it's something it's like it's like my name. I like my name. I know that there's a lot of people out there who don't like their names and often change them, but I like my name. Well, so to look forward a little bit, uh, Sarah and I are trying to get this train back on its tracks. Speaking of train wreck, we've kind of been lax because somebody's been very busy, and it's not been me. It's been Sarah. It's been me. Yeah. I've been busy. So as long we're gonna do um, a trip next month. So uh, we're planning to podcast during that trip. Yeah, we're gonna go to Hershey Park. We're <clears throat> we're visiting some family in Pennsylvania. Um, then 
later in the year we're going to Universal Studios Orlando, which we've never been to. And then we need to go to the gonna, Harry Potter land. I'm sorry, spend, I have to give money to J.K. Rowling, the transphobe, but I really want to go. Well, yeah, come on now. And we'll probably be doing a Harry Potter one around that. And then we're also spending four days in Walt Disney World where we're going to attend a boobash. And it's the 50th anniversary of Magic Kingdom. Really? Yeah. At the same time, basically. So there is that. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's they so de- cool. They've already decorated the castle quite a bit for it. And oh, I don't getting, want to look at it. I don't want to see it. I want they're going to have a special fireworks and, you know, the whole nine yards that they're month. They're going to have fireworks again? I believe starting on the 4th, there's a rumor. Yeah. Ah. And inevitably, inevitably, when as soon as I hear the Carnation Cafe is open, we're going to take a weekend trip to Disneyland. <laughs> those fried pickles so the podcasting is going to get a little more outside of this realm hopefully we'll we'll be able to handle it hopefully but we're busy the rest of the year yeah we're we're picking up steam in terms of like doing doing (laughs) doing rather rather than just being we're doing so we've cut down on being just quite a bit kind of nice being for a year sucked for a whole year it was hard the you know the inertia is to move is hard after being not being moving i I mean it feels like everything's going at lightning speed i don't know about for you sarah you're young you you've been working for almost a year i've been working from home and um i imagine that if you were working from home at the start of the pandemic until like just now or like maybe a month or two prior to now i feel like the leaps in what you're able to do and how you're able to do them has changed significantly and i yeah. feel like it's probably it's a, moving really quickly <laughs> it feels like it's moving quickly and i just hope that you know we that we stay safe and we don't have to have too much more a relapse or something yeah or more shots or whatever i don't mind a booster shot i don't mind a booster shot i'm fine with that give me the booster in six months or whatever like that's fine but i don't want to have to keep getting fucking boosters i don't right i don't want to have to so and to expand ahead a little more we do have a trip planned for alaska in 2022 and and we have uh, several things that we want to do that haven't been booked yet. And that's another trip to Japan, Germany, Italy, Greece, Spain, France, that whole Mediterranean I'm area. I'm so excited for Italy. I'm so excited. And then uh, also uh, British, British Isles kind of tour. That's, okay. that's something that's in the works as well. Damn. Has, has been for a while but it's has never no idea got, <laughs> hasn't got moved to the top of the pile can germany can germany and japan supersede all that and it like, does we'll yeah coin, in fact we'll... right now germany's winning out above everything damn i was hoping japan would win <laughs> damn it well you can take you can take yourself to japan anytime you want no i can't they're, they're closed off to us those borders aren't open yeah. yet i gotta wait and that's why germany's up on top because i think we're gonna get to go there first okay audience this has been your second episode of 2021. Sit still and listen with me and Sarah. Love you, Sarah. Love you too, Mom. Peace. Bye, everybody. Peace. I can't make it. You can. You gotta. You gotta make make this shape. <laughs> Here, I got an easier one. There you go. Make this shape. You make the same shape. You put it together, and it's a heart. You gotta spread out your fingers. No, no, no. These fingers. Open up your hands. Open up your hands all the way. All the way. All the way open. All the way open. There you go. He'll point your thumbs. Point your thumbs. I can't see what I'm doing. That's part of the problem. Oh.
Oh, okay. There we go. Isn't there a different one? It's like yeah, the BTS one. I can't even do. My hands are wrangled. I've typed (laughs) and played the guitar and done way too many things with these hands. By the way, I know nothing about BTS. (laughs) I know nothing about BTS. I just know that like I know that they have a McDonald's ten nugget meal that's exactly. McDonald's 10 nugget meal. You could say, I'd like the BTS meal. Guess what you're going to get? A 10 nugget meal. You know what I saw on Twitter this morning? It made me fucking laugh. I'm sorry, K-pop stands. I think every single one of you are amazing. You are fantastic. You did some amazing work over the last four years to deal with our president and the Proud Boys and literally everything else. You're spectacular. But they are selling the, because McDonald's has like the promotional bags that, that say BTS meal on them. They're selling those on eBay for like hundreds of dollars to each other. <laughs> I believe it. And I think some of the merchandise, like the little cards that were supposed to be in there, nobody's getting them. Yeah. And even the sauces, I mean, there's two separate different sauces you can pick for this meal. And I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't I don't get in the McDonald's culture or bts although i'm for what they stand for me and them are just like the same thing you know peace love i just i just i find that around i find k-pop culture just incredibly interesting like just watching you know that subculture we ought to do a podcast about things we don't know like k-pop and just like talk about things we don't know about and just speculate i don't think that would be a good thing (laughs) No, we should do research and then talk about it. Like after we educate ourselves, that's what I'm talking about. Oh. Like I'll pick a subject I don't know about. You pick a subject you don't know about. We oh, and then we teach it. each other about the. Subject. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I see what you. I see what you're stabbing that, at. That would be an interesting podcast. Okay, so until next time, <laughs> love you, Sarah. Love you, dear mama. Bye, everybody. Bye. Happy Pride. Bye.